Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week getting out on the courts, working on your game, and enjoying this wonderful sport of pickleball. In a prior episode, we talked about winning, and we used ice cream as an analogy. Thought it was a pretty good way of doing it. Hopefully you agreed and it helped you with your game and understanding winning and that when you step out on the pickleball court, you are, you've already gotten the bowl of ice cream. In this episode, I want to address the flip side of the coin. I want to address losing on the pickleball court and what sorts of things look like losing when you're out on the pickleball court. And in the riff, we're going to talk about sportsmanship. We're going to talk about sportsmanship in, in particular in, in uh, the context of making a good or a bad call, those types of things. And so we'll talk about that in the riff. So if you want to know about losing and some contextualizing of losing when you're out on the pickleball court, stay tuned for the podcast. The dates for the 2022 Pickleball Summit are set. June 26, 27, 28, and 29th will be the largest gathering of pickleball professionals anywhere in the world. You'll get to hear from some of the best minds in pickleball, help you develop the perfect pickleball game. There is no cost to view the presentations during the summit days, but you do need a ticket. Registration for the summit will be opening soon. Be on the lookout in your social media feeds as well as in your email inbox to find out when registration opens up to make sure you don't miss out on the 2022 Pickleball Summit. Hope to see you there. As I mentioned in a prior episode of the podcast, we talked about winning, what it means to win. If you haven't heard that episode, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, you can look for ice cream in the title, and I think it'll help you have a more positive relationship with the game and understand uh, what we're trying to do out there. What I want to talk about today is the flip side, right? I want to talk about losing. What does it mean to lose when you're out on the pickleball court? Now, there's the traditional sort of the way of looking at it, right? Or the traditional thinking is, well, if the other team got to 11 before you did, or 9 or 7, depending on where you play, but whatever the, the goal is, before you did, then you lost. And I think at the end of the, you know, the extreme would be if you lost every game that day, then you're a big loser, right? That's how a lot of us feel when we're out there. If you listen to the podcast on winning, hopefully that'll change for you in terms of how you look at your results in a day and and, uh, and what happened when you're out on the court. But there are situations or there are things that you can do that I believe would equate to losing when you're out on the pickleball court or to make making you lose when you're out there. And there are things that you have control over. Right? In, in prior episodes, we've talked about being able to control the results, right? And you can't really control results whether you win or lose. You can control how you play a rally. You control the decisions that you make, the shots you try and hit, and things like that. But you can't really, you can't control the end result of a, of a match. But there's also beyond that. There's, there's, there are some things that you can control that would, at the end of the day, I would submit, make you lose during a game or lose during a, a pickleball, uh, a time that you're out playing pickleball, right? A, a session, if you will, of pickleball. One that simple is doing something like you know, dishonoring your opponents or dishonoring the game. That's where you would, maybe you made a bad shot, right? And what you do is you take your paddle and you fling it into the fence or you fling it onto the onto the court, right? Just slam it down or uh, do something like that. Those are types of things that if you do them in a way that interrupts the game, that interferes with your opponent's ability to enjoy themselves out there, right? That's not their problem, that's your problem. Now, whatever it is that's making you throw the paddle. If you're doing those types of things and you end up dishonoring the game or dishonoring your opponents, those are things that 
I think would fairly constitute losing that day out on the pickleball court. Dishonoring your opponents would be something like, you know, the game the game finishes and your opponents have come back from a, a deficit, say they were down 9-5, and they just do a great job and they fight and fight and fight and come back and win 11-9, right, against you. And saying something like, like, well, you had three net courts or whatever, you know, the wind was in your favor or something like that. Those types of comments, right, even if you don't mean much by them, they really do dishonor your opponents, right? Because your opponents are out there battling, they're doing the best they can. And for us to take to make a statement or take an action that undermines their work out there, uh, that undermines their accomplishment on the court, those are the types of things that you could look at and go, you know what, I kind of lost that game. And listen, I've lost games in that, in that uh, not exactly that setting, but I've lost games in the way I'm defining it. An example will be, uh, you know, like like I don't throw my paddle anymore, but I I did I have in the past um, before I got into all this mental and emotional training things and, and understanding the game better. And that's frankly a lot of why I bring these podcasts out and with this particular bent to them is because I've been where you are, right? I've been on the court where where many of you have been uh, in terms of feeling upset at myself, feeling upset at uh, um, the world. You know, when you're out there on a pickleball court. And it, going through this process of bringing you this information and, and just studying it as part of the, uh, the We Are Pickleball system and what we bring, the athletic pillar that we train our, our students with, has helped me personally and as a player uh, have a much more balanced approach to the game and a much more balanced approach to how I interact with the game. And that's what I'm hoping to bring to you. Anyway, a little, little digression there. But I wanted to let you know that this is something that I speak of from personal knowledge, having dealt with it myself. So another area where you can lose when you're out on the pickleball court is if you don't try your best, right? If you don't at least do the best that you can. And listen, I'm not saying you have to play the best game you've ever played. I'm not saying you have to hit every shot in. Uh, sometimes you'll have you'll be having a bad day or you'll be you know thinking about something else. That's fine. You bring yourself to the court the way that you are, right? But within those contexts, within that context, try and do the best that you can that day, right? Put your best effort forward that day. Um, that, you know, that coach Pete, uh, Peter scales who wrote mental and emotional training, compete, learn, honor, um, talks about it in terms of honoring the game, right? Honor the game by giving the most of yourself that you can during that session that you're playing pickleball, uh, do your best out there. You're, if you do your best out there, uh, and don't do something else to dishonor the game or your opponents, you're likely already a winner, right? You got that bowl of ice cream, like we said in the prior episode. So Keep that in mind when you're out there. Just, you know, exert the best effort that you can that day, given where you're at currently in, in, in your life. And um, then that's that's all you can do. That's all you can do. And then you can look at yourself and go, you know what? I did everything I could do that day. One last thing about, you know, trying to not to lose the day, right, is try to learn something. It's really helpful to try and learn something every time you're out there. It could be one big thing. It could be a tiny thing, right? Whatever it is. Try and take, try and walk away from there learning something. Look at pickleball as an opportunity to grow, not just as a pickleball player, but as a person. And if you take advantage of those opportunities that are given to you when you're out on the pickleball court, you'll always leave the court a winner. Again, as long as you don't do something over which you have complete control, right? Um, that results in you losing the session. Uh, and in the riff, we're going to talk about sportsmanship and give you some ideas on sportsmanship. But one area that you really want to avoid is getting into it with your opponents. Uh, there was a recent uh, post in the uh, Pickleball Forum, and these are 
every day there's multiple of these. And again, this is not a criticism. This is very normal, but they're in there, right? That's just objective fact about, you know, so-and-so didn't follow the rules or so-and-so didn't, you know, when I challenged them on on something they did and they disagreed with me, you know, and, and the situations are never pleasant, right? There's never a positive outcome on these things. So recommendation on that, and we'll get to a little more in the riff is just don't get into it out there. Remember, you're playing pickleball. And so, you know, you disagree with your opponent's call, move on, right? Just move on. Everything's cool. Keep playing pickleball. Um, you know, if it gets to the point where you just simply can't play with that person anymore, uh, you can go to our uh, wearepickleball.com website. We have a blog called No Thank You. Read that blog. Maybe that'll give you some ideas on how to deal with a player who is just so uh, such a negative influence on you and on your day that you can deal with it that way rather than trying to address every single uh, potential rules violation or disagreement that you may have with them on a call. Anyway, so th- those are my thoughts on on the losing side, right? On the flip side of the coin. Hopefully starting to think about these things in this manner will help you when you're out there. It'll help you with your relationship with the game, but also with your focus on the court and your play when you're out there battling with your opponents in a constructive and honorable fashion. All right, in the riff, we're going to be talking about the uh, sportsmanship out there, and we're going to be talking about calls, right? How do you deal with calls and things like that, um, and and deciding when someone is being a bad sport or not. So if you're into that, stay tuned for the riff. Most pickleball players spend a lot of time thinking about and comparing pickleball paddles. But you know what's more important than a pickleball paddle? Your shoes. Are you wearing the right kind of shoes to play pickleball in? If you're not sure, consider trying out shoes that are designed and made specifically for pickleball. Tyrol shoes are the shoes that CJ and I both wear out on the pickleball court. Remove any doubt about whether the shoes you're wearing are right for pickleball. Check out Tyrol shoes. I'll put a link in the show notes. Protect your most valuable asset out there, your body, with the right shoes. Wear the right shoes and play longer on the court. I mentioned during the main section today, I talked a little bit about, you know, disagreeable calls and things like that and how they can uh, they can really derail a game, right? When you have a an out call that's just not agreed to or a rules disagreement, something like, you know, the when the ball goes back over the net, can I touch it? Did you get in the MBZ? Is your serve legally legal? Those types of things. Those conversations, those um, disagreements can generally uh, derail a perfectly good game. Right? You're out there having a good time. You're playing some good pickleball. Hopefully it's a beautiful day. And uh, you're, now your day's ruined because of an out call or something. And um, I'll tell you a quick personal story and then we'll jump into my thoughts on how to deal with that. So when I was playing at the U.S. Open, there was a it was a good match. We were at, uh, I believe we were at, uh, actually we were down pretty pretty good, but uh, we made a good comeback. But we were down pretty good at that point, and there was a ball on the baseline that both me and my partner saw clearly and called it out. Right, so we yelled out, and the other team didn't like the call, and that's their right not to like the call. But we, my partner and I, both looked at it and said, "This is out." They appealed to the referee, and the referee overruled. Now, in my opinion, that is not an overrulable ball in that situation. Uh, the referee called it in. Um, it was on the if if it had been in, right? And I'm not infallible, but if it had been in, it would have been in on the outside of the line. In other words, the very edge of the line. And for a referee in the position the referee stand to be able to see it and overrule it is not doable. 
Um, the referee may say, I, you know, I'm not sure. They can't confirm that it was out, but they certainly can't overrule in that situation based on the angle of view. I'm not going to belabor that point too much. So I turned to the referee, and I, my initial reaction was, you can't possibly overrule it from there, right? I was going to argue with her about it. But then I said to myself, I said, you know what? There's no, there's no point in doing that, right? There's no point in getting into it there. Let's just focus on the next rallies. And actually, we ended up, I believe we lost, we were down 6-2, and then that, that one reversal made it 7-2 against us. And then, but we lost, but we lost something like 11-9, 11-8. So we kept on battling, kept on staying focused. But the point is this, the referee there, she just made a mistake, right? She's not trying to intentionally undermine the game. She's not trying to intentionally harm me or my partner, right? Or benefit the other team. It's simply a mistake that the referee made. And referees are human beings, just like anybody else. And I wanted to extrapolate that to regular play, right? Or to play without a referee, I should say. And so, you know, are your opponents going to make bad calls? 100%. They're going to make bad calls from time to time. Are you going to make bad calls? 100% from time to time. So the question is not, was a bad call made, right? Does that make the, that person a bad sports person or a cheater or whatever? The question is, you know, I, I mean, not the question is, the framing of it is, I think you need to allow for the possibility that your opponent or you, right, when it happens, you made a mistake. As human beings, we're fallible. We don't, we don't see perfectly, right? We don't, we didn't, you know, nothing that we do is perfect. And we have to accept that of ourselves and of our opponents. And so if there's a call that's made that you disagree with, um, just, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you can't say, okay, that, that looked that look close, but that's fine, or something like that, if that makes you feel better. But really, at the end of the day, unless the person is intentionally trying to cheat, and what that means is there's a pattern of conduct, right? And it has to be repetitive, a repetitive pattern of conduct, um, and it's absolutely there's no way right balls like you know two inches inside the line or something like that right that is come on there's just no way um if, if there's intentional misconduct or intentional bad calls then you can conclude okay this person is not playing by the rules this person is not uh, uh, not upholding the standards of sportsmanship that i expect when i play if that's the case then what I would suggest to you is go to our website, wearepickleball.com, and search for the article, No Thank You. That's probably going to be a better way of deal, to deal with it than trying to convince the intentional, um, intentionally bad caller. An intentionally bad caller knows what he or she is doing, okay? So they are perfectly aware of the fact that that ball is in, but they decide to call it out. Calling them on the mat about it is probably not going to change much, and it's just going to result in an argument and a bad day for you. And so let's play, let's use the agency that we have. Let's exercise control where we can exercise control. And so maybe the better answer than trying to call them out on the mat or get them to change how they are is to exercise the no thank you agency that you have. Check it out on our website and you'll understand more. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, what I wanted to communicate, because those are exceptions. Those are very rare. Those, those types of folks are one in... I don't want to give a number, but probably one in a thousand, one in 10,000, maybe, I don't know. They're very rare. I would suggest to you that you reframe when you disagree with a call out there, accept the fact that your opponents probably just made an honest mistake. Uh, they did not intend to cheat. They did not intend to, to, to do wrong by you. And don't let those types of situations devolve out of control to where uh, your, your game and your day are ruined because of something that really, at the end of the day, doesn't really matter much. 
All right, folks, I hope that's uh, helped you out there when you're out there playing pickleball. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it on social media if you're out there doing that kind of thing. And if you enjoyed the podcast, send your friends a link to the podcast. Remember, if you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great week. Keep some good sportsmanship out there and let's uh, keep playing pickleball and not get into arguments where they're not absolutely necessary. And even when they're necessary, there's other solutions like no thank you. Have a great week out there on the pickleball courts and we'll see you next week during the next episode of Pickleball Therapy. Have a great week.